Warning, the Bonsai Beat contains explicit language and may not be suitable for all listeners or fans of Neo Genesis Evigallion. Several anime companies have gone bankrupt. 1,337 anime fans have been sued. All the while, the Bonsai Beat has been there to deliver you the latest in news, show reviews, and discussions from both the experienced and novice anime fans' point of view. And now, broadcasting from a deserted island so Funimation's lawyers can't find them, here are your hosts, Delokun and Zach. skip any days this time two mm. podcasts back to back new record it's, it makes everyone who fills in for me sad i suppose but i know I, I have a laundry list settle for my voice yes yes i have a laundry, have a laundry list, list of, of villains you have villains yes oh, good to know i'm easily replaceable guys yes don't cross me <laughs> how you doing actually today? the only ones i listen to are the ones for people that fill in because I don't want to listen to myself talk. So it's kind of exciting when someone else does it. I get a chance to actually download and listen. Gotcha. So the fill-ins are all right because I don't want to download and listen to myself again. Well, I guess we know your ego just isn't so big then. You have to like listen to your own voice and be like, oh. Yeah, it's that. close. I, I'm not going to say I haven't done it, but it, it's not that fun. Well, there you go. Semi-ego. <laughs> Is there that a go. thing? <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I guess it could be. It is now. Um, how are you? Good. All right. Good. Well, uh, on that note, just, this chemistry. Well, I guess I could ask you how you are since I don't have anything exciting besides good. I woke up this morning. It's all you can ask for. No, no you have exciting financial information to divulge to our listeners yes i have your social security number <laughs> that and i have started a ponzi scheme i mean a rectangle scheme i mean opportunity send five dollars to p.o box i don't know moe chan that's the thing yeah somewhere someone will be happy they'll have that p.o box like oh my god that's me <laughs> that's me the people are gonna send me money although actually soliciting money online to send to an address is actually illegal, so... Wait, what? Since when? <laughs> it's, so, yeah. Well, I learned something new today. It, it's somewhat of a scheme, but don't tell anyone, because asking listeners for money is illegal. Scheme, opportunity, opportunity, scheme, same thing. Yeah, he's scheming. 
<laughs> Some of us just work for our money. He's just scheming. Yes, I don't work at all. I am a sloth. <laughs> Full-time sloth. <laughs> That's what my resume says. Mm-hmm. 2003 to 2013, sloth. Pretty good track record. At least you're consistent. Yes, yes, I agree. Check out www.bindsidebeat.com. There you can find our review index and uh, everything else about the show. I uh, got bored last weekend. So I was like, how can we make the site better? I made a an index. I, re- I rejiggered our index. Rejiggered. Rejiggered it. <laughs> Technical terms here. It is. It's so hard. I tried making it where you could click the alpha. I put letters over all the reviews. And I tried making it where you could like click the letter and then they would go to that letter on the page. Yeah, I tried and failed. I see. So the end result isn't like that, but it's still more organized. You still have to zoom down like a caveman. Yeah, this is the first time I'm seeing it too. Oh, there's not a single show reviewed for Jay. We're going to have to fix that. Or Q. That bothers me. Or Q. I mean, well, we Q kind of makes sense. <clears throat> well, maybe, maybe we have to start watching like Queen's Blade or something. Oh, God. I can't Jay? handle the fan service. Oh, let's see. Jay. We could watch... Hmm. What's up with the Jay? JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Joe Among Dand. Oh, yeah. That show. It's on my plan to watch. That's so on my plan. Yeah, I want to watch it when... Uh... When Funimation releases it. Alright, there we go. <clears throat> Future J show. There you go. We're not always the most reliable for what we say we're going to review. But, the... <laughs> but since J bugs me being blank, this could be a thing. You won't rest till J is filled. Yeah. So there you go. Alright, not, not a bad website. Probably better. Yeah, I've seen better. Probably. Anywho... Apparently, ah, screw it, I'm not going to bring it up, because now it doesn't matter. Um, Apparently irrelevant things. Yes, exactly. Uh, what have you been watching? What haven't I been watching? That makes it sound like I've watched a lot, but in reality, no. Are I've edited a few shows from this airing season, at least. Mm. Actually, it'll be easier to just talk about the old, because you won't be watching the same. The old is Correct. Me. So, I'm almost done with When They Cry. I could be the slowest watcher ever, because it's like a horror suspense show. And remember I talked about this like a month ago as I was watching it on hey, vacation? I've been trying I'm to watch it I'm still not done. I have like four episodes left. Like, I always really enjoy it, and it's suspenseful <laughs> when I watch it. But then I just like forget about it. I don't... And I wouldn't say it's a forgettable series. It's really good. It's just... I had the hardest time just sitting down and finishing the end of it. So that's still good. All right. Um, I don't know if I'm watching anything else to finish. Nope. We can get into airing. There you go. Well, just hit the two easy ones that everyone knows I'm watching. Attack on Titan and Railgun. And I think the last episode of both I've seen is number 15. So, those series still have 10? I don't know. Attack on Titan's getting kind of boring now. Um, did you see... Not the most recent one that came out today. The one after the court trial. Yeah, that's the last one I saw too. Where that the castle cleaning. Yeah, shit. I thought that one kind of went somewhere. I mean, it was interesting because you had to learn more about the Titans and that scientist chick and everything. And man, she's passionate. 
which is but, creepy, uh, yeah. Um, um, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I think looking back on it, it's definitely paced really slow, but this episode was... It, it's always entertaining. It's definitely overhyped for what it is. Oh, yeah, 16 is out now. Uh, yeah, it came out today. What should not be done? Oh, shit. Uh, stuff shouldn't be done, but it's going to be done, I'm guessing, by that episode yes. title. I, I just hope they kind of start moving the story. Like, I don't know, it's... I, I, I don't know, it just seems like... It was really cool. It's interesting. I'm not saying it's a bad show, but it, it just seems like now they've kind of like put the car in first gear, and, and then of course that's what you're gonna do. I mean, it's 25 episodes, but it's just like okay, what's happening? So they, you know, the survey corps have Aaron. Now what? Okay, great. Mm-hmm. What about that key that he has and the medicine and? Yeah, his whole goal for, like, the past six episodes have been getting to his house, yet he hasn't progressed anywhere. No, yeah, they're still like, eh, yeah, we'll we'll, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. We got 20 more episodes here, kid. Calm down. Yeah. It's always (laughs) enjoyable, but it's paced slow, I agree. Yeah, yeah. And then Railgun's still amazing, so. No further comment. (laughs) You're missing out. Oh, you know what? I will continue to miss out. Oh, heartbreaking. And then something you will be able to identify now that you picked up Fate Stay Night. But I'm watching the spinoff of, let's see, Fate It's like Kali. Kaleidoscope. Yeah, Fate Ilya. Kaleidoscope. It's like if Ilya was a magical girl, which is pretty hilarious so far. Are you watching the dub? Yeah, no, she's not British. It's just, she's a little girl with a crazy looking French hat and I don't know. Mm-hmm. I haven't paid too much attention to the names. I just really haven't. I've been watching. I guess I'll have to ask you why you picked it up when it's your turn. But uh, is yeah. it be, or or you can go now? Is it because they're remaking it and you wanted to see the original? Yeah, one? I wanted to see why you were so high on on Fate Zero or whatever it's well, called. Well, Fate Zero is really good. This one's meh. God, yeah. I, I well, that it was one of those shows. Because it was made first, but it's a uh, sequel to Fate Zero. <laughs> well, and I always heard too, like. Everyone said Fate Stay Night was pretty terrible. And so I just want to kind of watch and just be like, hmm, maybe I misheard. Maybe I do like it. I mean, it's not terrible, but I think the issue people have is the visual novel was, like, vastly superior. Mm. It's, like, the most favorite visual novel, and then here's a show that's, like, subpar. Yeah, it's pretty stupid. It's not um, bad, but it's pretty bad. I don't know. I hate the fucking main character. Like, I'm sick of always this sexism bullshit. Like, oh, the man has to fight for the woman, and the woman can't do anything because she's so dainty and uh, just fucking tired of it. It's retarded. Um, but I just well, want to check it out. The show gets better, actually. Oh, well, explain why. Good. Um, good for him. Good for him. Um, anyway. Uh, I just wanted to check it out, and I also tried watching that show, like, maybe six years ago, and I watched maybe the first five minutes, and I was like, this show looks stupid, and I turned it off and never watched it again, which was kind of stupid. It might be more worth it to just watch the movie. There's a movie? There's a Fate Stay Night movie, and it just, like, it's an alternate, because the visual novel has, like, different story paths, Mm -hmm. but it basically tells you the whole story of Fate Stay Night, just slightly different. And it's just a movie, and it's better. Well, I'm halfway through the show, so I'm going to just drudge through the rest of it and be done with it. 
<clears throat> that and I, my very first figure is a Rin. Uh, how do you say Tatsunoko? Whatever her last name is. Mm-hmm. Tosaka. Tosaka, yeah. Whatever. That's her first figure, and you've never seen the show. Nope. I didn't buy the figure, so. I see. It was originally supposed to be a prize to give out on the on the podcast, but nobody entered because we're a no one. I'll enter. Exactly. There you go. Yeah, pretty figure. So I just held on to it, and I was like, okay. She's a cool character. Yeah, I always thought she was kind of cute. She's the main character in the movie. Ah. It's like her path. Gotcha. Her her and Archer. Ooh. I was waiting for Archer the spy. I was like, that's awesome. Oh, it's before then. Yes. Go ahead and continue. Alright, so continuing on, it's not really related, it's just like a spin-off, and it's if the character you didn't even know the name of was a magical girl, so I think it's just supposed to be a comedy, because so far that's what it is to me. Yeah, it says action, comedy, fantasy, magic. Alright. Um, All there's signs. nothing great, but it's entertaining, and I like anything Fate Zero-like, because it's animated really well, so. I don't even know if it's by the same people, actually. And I'll never know. No, you will not. So, moving on. The next airing show is the Clue Game one. I'm still oh, watching yeah. that. I haven't, even fin- I haven't even started that yet. Then Ganranpa. I just downloaded the... I mean, somehow acquired legally the fourth episode. And I haven't watched it yet, but it should be good. The third one that I just watched is like their first trial because... Remember, to escape, they have to kill someone. So they had like their first courtroom thing to see if they could figure it out. Spoiler alert, they do, because if they didn't, they'd all die. Um, <laughs> it's kind of obvious, but it was really good the way they did it. It was really cool. It was like half dark and half comedy. It's a really good blend. And I started watching the show everyone on the internet talks about. the Watamote? Yep, that one. I, oh. well, I want to hear your thoughts. Uh... <clears throat> I mean, I was never really a fan of the plot, but it's done well. Like, the music and stuff. I remember the music standing out to me because, like, it changes with their mood. And, like, you can tell they put a lot of time into producing it. But to me, it's not that great of a show. Thank you. Okay. (laughs) So my opinion is it's overrated. It's not that great. But for what they're doing, they did well. Oh, yeah. The intro is really fucking slick. Oh, yeah. I agree. Not what I expected. Um, but the show itself is so fucking boring. Yeah. It's like, Jesus. And frustrating. It's not even to the point where it's funny that she's helpless. It's just like, no one's actually like that. <laughs> well, I mean... It's just dep- It's depressing, really. It is. And it's like, what the fuck? It's not something you want to watch, I, I should say, if just, someone is like that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I... I could barely get through episode two. I haven't even bothered watching episode three. Like, this show is just beyond boring. Like, I thought there were some funny parts in the episode one when she was, like, changing up her look, trying to be like, oh. Duck face, yeah. yeah. Like, I laughed, but other than that, I was like, the fuck? Yeah, I agree. I don't know if I'll finish it. So I'm glad we feel the same way. Yeah, yeah. It's well done, I guess, if you're, like, 
already like the manga and the internet hyped you up to like it, it'll be okay. But if you never were into it... Yeah, and the internet really fucking hyped this thing up like crazy. I mean, yeah. to be honest, I've stopped going to message boards. I don't go to those anymore. I, I Reddit slash r slash anime is, is my kind of like go-to place other than Anime News Network or Twitter. That and it's dead at best. You don't have an overflow of opinions. <laughs> There's That's, hardly yeah. any posts on our anime, so. Yeah. So, if you I mean, go like, to, like, other message boards, it's just nonstop hype about a show. And I just don't give a shit that much anymore. Like, I, my fandom is kind of, like, meh. Like, I used to really be big in, like, going to the message boards and shit, but now it's, like, fucking just it's all bother, bother me on Twitter, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, But uh, I'd rather just watch the shows. But yeah, this one was just I because I I kind of got into the hype. I was like, wow, it must be good. I mean, usually the internet's not typically wrong on a lot of the shows. Mm-hmm. I've waited and held off on watching stuff um, that everyone was going nuts over, specifically Madoka Magica. Mm-hmm. And you know, that like, you know, Eden of the East, same thing. And this was just like, okay, everyone was all excited for it, but then it didn't turn out to be that good. Yeah, the other thing that bugs me is even in this picture on my anime list, she has, like, rip-off Beats headphones. Oh, yeah, I saw that. And, like, only the cl- the cliche popular people have Beats, because everyone else knows, like, it's just status symbol and not for the audio. So that bugs me. She has the most popular headphones as the mo- most unpopular person. Well, that's but the thing that they're trying to say, though, is she's trying, trying to, to fit, fit in. in. I don't know. Yeah. Like, hey, if I buy what they have, they'll like me. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. The show's trying to say. It's it's confused. It, yeah. That's, I think, the probably <laughs> biggest problem. Like, I like the character. Like, she's struggling with herself to, like, better herself. But a lot of but her then, own self like, half the like, whatever. It's cool. Yeah. Well, like, what pissed me off was, like, she'll sit there and be like, and talk shit under her breath or like to them or like just put down everyone around her and it's like well no fucking wonder no one's thinking of you you're fucking bitter and you're a bitch and you look down on everybody like you're superior fuck you no wonder no one likes you yep but uh anyway anything else you're watching uh, I'm sure there is one more I guess I guess I was wrong. Okay, right, well, yeah. then I'll just start off where I'm watching. So, yeah, like I said, Fate Stay Night. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, I dropped Genshiken. I just I just can't get into it. Oh, really? I don't like it. I well, love Genshiken I remember Genshiken Nate one. messaged me and told me I had to watch it because you recommended it. Well, was... yeah, I recommended the first Genshiken. Uh, this one's the second. This, this is the second season. Well, I never understood this. I had Genshiken and then Genshiken 2. Which was never, like, I, I I guess it was continued, the continuation? I don't fucking know. Anyway, <laughs> it was like the continuation of season one, but there wasn't a season, I don't fucking know. I was surprised, honestly, when they were like, oh yeah, this is season two. It's like, what? It was two seasons already. already. <laughs> anyway, yeah. I recommend Genshin 1, which is, which is a really good show. Mm-hmm. But this one is just two I don't know if it's just because there's too many girls, and I just don't get these inside jokes, and 
I really don't care about like I I've been reading the reading people's talking about it, like oh man there's a lucky star figurine in the back and then there's this and then the names are changed just slightly but this is what they were and it's like okay I I don't give a fuck about <laughs> the Easter and, they're in it for the Easter eggs yeah and it's like I don't give a fuck. I'm watching it for the content, not the fucking like, oh my god, there's a Kanata statue right there. Oh my god, that's so fucking awesome. It would only be awesome. Only if the show inside was baseball. Great. It I, would only be exciting if the show was already good. Yeah, and like, I'm not dissing the show that the fact that they've added female characters and stuff, but I don't know these terms and I don't care about. It's a sign of the times. You're getting old. Well, I don't care about boys love manga, and I don't give a fuck about yaoi. And they've you could have fooled me. Cross dresser, <laughs> and oh, I I don't know. I just I don't I don't like it. I don't like it. And I was like, fuck it, I'm done. I'm tapping out after two episodes because I could barely finish the second one. I was like, this is boring. Mm-hmm. And maybe it gets better. One, oh hell yeah! I love the first one. It was awesome. But this one was just boring as fuck. And maybe it gets better. <laughs> but I just, I don't want to stick around to find out. Fair enough. Um, I haven't watched any more Servant X Service. I don't know. I haven't. I liked the first episode, but I just haven't had a whim to go watch the second and third episodes. I didn't even know you started that, actually. I, for, I don't know if you talked about it last time. Yeah, I did. Remember I told you about the nine names and stuff. Oh, uh, yeah. Anyway, and then I'm watching Watamote, but again, I, I think I'm going to... You seem overall displeased. I don't know, <laughs> like, this season just so far just seems kind of blah, but I've heard something about, like, something in the Central Family or... Hmm. Silverspoon? Not Silverspoon. That one looks interesting to me. Uh, what's it called? <laughs> something in the something family. You go watch Silverstone. Enjoy the trip. <laughs> no, I'm still enjoying my Clue show. You have to watch that one. Yeah, yeah, that could definitely be good. It's very entertaining. Yeah, I can't fucking remember what's The Eccentric Family, that's what it's called. I think. I like I how know. right as you give up, you remember it. I don't know, maybe it's something like that. Either way, I've heard good things about it, but haven't watched it yet. Anyway, let's move on. We spent way too much time on this shit. Okay. 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 This week in Anime News, brought to you by Anime News Network. So, we talked a little bit about the Anime Souls deal, and we kind of thought that, you know, hey, nothing might actually get, you know, funded. Well, completely. the one yeah. show that they seem to actually, like, hype up and, like, push people towards... With two hours to spare, Creamy Mommy got its $19,000. 
Yeah. <laughs> yep, <and that's laughs> this news is so boring. Sorry. I'm sorry. Not two hours. 14 hours. Excuse me. Oh, God. It's not even as big as the deadline. I'm less excited now. Exactly. I still wanted Yatter Man. I've never seen it, but that's the most appealing one to me. Yatter Man. I was thinking, of checking, so out that, I was thinking of checking out that Gotcha Man crowd show. I've never watched Gotcha Man, but it looked hilarious. I saw a clip of it some, someone posted, and there was like a, this dance I did, like the Gotcha Man dance. It was like just <laughs> wicked music. And I was like, yeah, that's that hilarious. Uh, serial Experimentals, sorry, Serial Experimental Lane director, Ryutaro Nakamura passes away, unfortunately. So, he also did Kino's, he was a key, uh, director of Kino's Journey and Sakura Wars, and battled for months against pancreatic cancer before passing away at age 58. So, passed away on June 29th, my birthday, damn. At 4 p.m. Sad news. You were celebrating. Little did you know. Exactly. After much of being hospitalized while fighting pancreatic cancer, the announcement was made after the permission was given by his family. He was 58 years old at the time of his death. Um, yeah. I mean, I didn't know the guy, so... I don't know. I, I, I never got... Everyone heralds Cyril. There's nothing against him or, or whatever. But, you know, Serial Experimental, Serial Experiment Lane has a rabid following in the U.S., it seems. So, people are pretty, you know, bummed. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I couldn't get into the show. It's too fucking weird for me. Yeah, it looks a little dark. It's pretty crazy. It's interesting, but it's just really... It's... A, it's it's crazy. If you want to go check it out, we did a review of it. Well, I didn't, but Zaldar did, so. The AM2 convention delayed until further notice. Ha, ah, take that, bitches. Try to compete with <laughs> Anime Expo and lose. So the AM2, or it's called AM Squared, I think, convention confirmed on Wednesday that it will be postponing its 2013 convention. Until uh, indefinitely. Until indefinitely. Yeah. <laughs> Forever. So basically, they broke off from Anime Expo and was like, well, we can do our own thing. Fuck you. And there'll be strippers and poker. And, <laughs> Blackjack and hookers. Exactly. And uh, they ran from 2011 and 2012. And pretty much everyone said, yeah, you know, the only thing that made it interesting was the, co- the, the concert. Even then. They were just like, it's not up to snuff. Where's Anime Expo held? Anaheim. Okay. I was going to say, that's a really nice convention center, so... Because that's where Blizzard's convention is, too. I don't know where the fuck it is. Somewhere in California. No, it's Anaheim, yeah. Oh, okay. I just thought, oh, San Diego. Okay, I got confused with San Diego. Alright, never mind. Anyway, um, I mean... Another con gone, but honestly, I don't think many people are going to be missing it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like they were like, oh my god, oh, not that. So, uh, Finally, some really interesting story that came out last week. I've been looking forward to talking about this. Um, I wasn't even sure if I was... Oh, yep. Yeah. <clears throat> Continue. It's 
called the Jetro Report. I'm not exactly sure what the hell that even means. Sounds credible. Exactly. Either way, it basically breaks down the United States anime market. And this one was for 2009. And the stats go all the way back to 2002. Um, there was this overall, there was a slight increase from 2011 and 2012. So, 2012 was a better year than 2011. Awesome. Uh, and it's better than 2010, so even better. So, uh, that combines uh, video sales and box office earnings. Of course, this year we had, I think, two. I mean, sorry, not this year. Last year we had, what, only Arietti, didn't we? Yeah, there was uh, only yeah. one studio of Ghibli film, so. Either way, uh, these numbers come from Video Scan, Box Office Mojo, and Wow Max. So I don't know how reputable some of these are, but hey, we normally get nothing, so I'll take anything. Mm-hmm. So in 2012, $217 million were spent. And this is from home video sales and box office earnings only. These do not reflect, uh, including merchandise. So, uh, things you can watch. Yeah, obviously, Arietti made the most with $19.29 million. So, I mean, take that out. It doesn't really even make that big of a dent. Yeah, it's still higher than 2011 without that. Yeah. 2011 was uh, 196 2010 was 200 2009 was 321 so, what the hell came out? Overall trending downward throughout the years. Yeah, I mean... That's what I take away from this. Oh, hell yeah. I mean, like, 2002? Fuck, that was gravy. Mm-hmm. And then you see, like, the slope downward off the cliff. Yeah, 428 million in 2002, all the way to, like, half that now. Yep. And, yeah. Um, you know, it kind of amazed me, though, that... They're only making $217 million in total. But you've got like seven different companies vying for anime releases and stuff. Mm-hmm. Break that up. I mean, it's like, damn. Although this is only tangible things sold. I wonder like, if you added in Netflix and Crunchyroll and Hulu. like. Yeah, yeah. Because they're stealing a lot of money from people like this that would be selling well, tangible things. Well, it's not stealing. It's... it's, it's... Well, I don't, giving them more I don't mean money. it in a criminal way. I mean stealing market share. Yeah. So, um, some of the stuff says that the market has seen some decline as former companies like AD Vision, Central Park Media, and others have removed themselves from the market. Currently, Funimation, Disney, Viz Media occupy 75% of the proceeds of the market. So, that's amazing. Three companies own. Basically oh, I do like run. to see our favorite on there. Yes. Media Blasters, 1.5%. Yes, they're doing so well. So here's the <laughs> breakdown. Funimation in first, by probably nobody's surprise, if you, you know, watch, you've been watching anime for any period of time in the last in five America, or seven yeah. years. In America, yeah. Um, and pay attention to the, you know, pay attention to more than just the shows, I think. Um, 43.8% is Funimation. 22.5% Disney, which is, you know, no big surprise. Um, and then yeah, it really drops off. 
it really drops off. Uh, Viz Media, 12, 12.6%, but I could definitely see their market share going through the roof this year because they have like a renowned focus on on anime where for the longest time they've been like we've got Bleach and we've got one not one piece um pretty much Bleach and they're like alright and that's that we're gonna keep that keep, but we'll focus on manga um, mm-hmm. well now they're making a huge push in anime again this year they got Cell uh, World, right? Yes, 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 they do. And they've got that Neon Alley oh, yeah. service. And then here's the price. 6.3%, Section 23, which, again, they're going to go through the roof as well because they have, like, licensed shit tons of stuff this year. And they'll actually produce on, like, Media Blasters. Yes, <laughs> Just license yes. everything and does nothing. Yes, exactly. So according to this, they made roughly $3 million. Oh, fuck. Go media blast. How the fuck did they do that? I don't know. I mean, they're getting beat by Sony. What the fuck does Sony make? The only thing I can think of that they'd make would be that fucking Blood Sea, The Last Man, or Blood Plus. That was Sony. Oh, well, uh, I saw it on Netflix or something. I never watched it. Yeah, neither did I. I remember it was airing on Sci-Fi Channel. Uh, 4.6% is Bandai Entertainment, which stopped producing in 2012. Speaking of that, I really need to get down. I need to really go buy some Haro Heat. Before I know it, it'll be gone and that will be like $5 million. Mm-hmm. Then you got uh, 1.5% Media Blasters, 0.9% Manga Entertainment, which is like now like non-existent. I mean, seriously, if Manga Entertainment exited the company or exited the uh, the market, um, no one would bat an eye, I don't think. And then 5.4% other mar- other companies. The only other company I can think of is Discotech and Niz America. Yeah. Those are the only other two companies I can think of. What about the one with the G? I forget uh, it. It's like a phoenix for its picture. Oh, that's Katakawa. Do they count? No, because that's a that's a... That's no, they don't count because they're not. A, <laughs> no, that's no wrong. That's um, fuck. I think it's a, not a studio, but it's like a distributing arm for the Japanese. Oh, yeah. I was tricked because when I watched a dub show, I think it was uh, Kaze no Stigma. They were the people that must have distributed it, and I'm, I just thought it was an English company because it was in English on Netflix. Yeah, it's it's a. Uh, it's not a no. All right, forget it. Forget it. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so interesting statistics. Yeah, the report also notes that Section Twenty Three is acquiring a lot of licenses and rapidly increasing their share in the market. So, uh, you know, obviously, already this year they've licensed oh, fifteen shows or so, I and mean, if not more. Mm-hmm. Overall, the home video market for anime is. Uh, in anime in 2012 is pulled down in 197 million in U.S. earnings. This is lower than it was in 2010. And then uh, the, the breakdown are much the same. As the... Pretty much, just exiting the. I don't know what the fuck happened in 2009. Like what was coming out? I can only think Ponyo. But even then, that was. 
I, I don't know, you know. That's the only thing I can think of making such a big dent. But of course, it was still doing pretty good. I mean, th- for from 2003 to 2009, they were still over the 300 million mark. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, hell, even in freaking 2005, it, like, bounced back. So, hmm, interesting. Now, here's a pretty cool thing, too, is... Um, the top 20 anime titles in North America were mostly Ghibli movies, no surprise. Pokemon and Dragon Ball Z. All these freaking titles are not new. Yeah, all the ones still selling are old. I mean, we give shit Funimation for constantly, you know, repackaging Dragon Ball Z and selling it and re-releasing it, but people are buying it, so... Yeah, they're, I guess they're doing the right thing. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's pretty interesting. I'm, I'm kind of glad we saw this because, um, you know, we we in the U.S. never really get information on how anime is doing. Yeah, we're Unless, not really in the loop. <laughs> I mean, the last time we found out was because freaking that lawsuit between the AD Vision guys and Funimation. You know, when we learn, like, oh, they spent $100,000 on, you know, they spent $800,000 licensing crap that no one will mm-hmm. buy, you know. And that, that makes me, that just astounds me. They spend a million dollars on licensing a show, not including a dub, not including packaging, not including marketing, everything that goes along with it. And the freaking total income for the overall is only 200 million I mean that's just a oh man that just blows my mind you know and obviously the show prices are very uh, but still I mean I just find it amazing like you got all these companies vying for all this but it's so low I mean the what they make yeah mm-hmm. Tough market. Overall, in media, I'm just, I mean, 200 million is not nothing to sneeze at. If I had 200 million in my pocket, awesome. Or, but I mean, as a company, I was like, man, you know, you still got to pay your staff. You still got to pay your, you know, everyone who works for you on top of it. It's like, mm-hmm. where's a single blockbuster here can make that much? Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, interesting indeed. Interesting indeed. Um, so, yeah. How about we go on to the DVD picks, shall we? On to things you can actually buy and increase those numbers. Exactly. It's a perfect segue. Perfect segue. Buy the stuff or it will go away. (laughs) It's another week and more DVDs are being released. What should you get? It's time for the weekly DVD picks. Yeah. So what's on tap? We have the first two Madoka movies in three different packagings. We have one Blu-ray, one Blu-ray limited edition, and one Blu-ray animate. Which I animate limited edition? I'm not sure what that is. Do you know? Nope. All right. Well, there's three different price points and three different things. So, if you're into the Madoka series, which is the first two movies are just the show you've already seen, correct? The third one's, I think, the new one. Yes. And that's not out yet. Correct. All right, well, you can buy much of the same, but 
it's not really a bad deal because you get the whole series technically the first two movies on blu-ray for 100 bucks and compared to the first release of the actual show it was way more so this could be worth getting and then Discotech has Samurai Pizza Cats. That show you've been clamoring for. I know. Well, we talked about it last time. It was such an interesting title. I'd buy it. Well, it's $80, so maybe that's why Discotech wasn't on that list. But it sounds interesting. I won't write it off. And then Sentai has another, which is a show I finished recently and really liked. So, And I know this has been coming out forever because I see the ad on Right Stuff like... Whenever I go there, they've been plugging another a lot gotcha. for like the past three months, but uh, that's something I'd buy. It's a good show. I'd watch it again. Um, the next week, we have Funimation with Black Lagoon, Roberta's Blood Trail. And Black Lagoon is actually something I got for Christmas on Blu-ray and DVD, the first two seasons, but I never watched yet. Oh, you are doing yourself a disservice. I gotta pick that up because that is such a good show, and... Yeah, I got the Blu-ray oh, slash DVD for like thirty bucks. Nice for both seasons. Well, that's I know how much it was, even though it was a gift. So, wow, well, yeah, uh, but still, I mean, they originally came out in originally came out in singles, right? So I'm actually looking forward to watching that. Maybe I'll do it soon. So that should be the OVA. So I guess that would be something else I'd be interested in seeing once I'm done with the show. Yeah, you'll you'll see why once you finish the show. Roberta's pretty cool. Okay, and then Niz America has Daily Lives of High School Boys, which I have not seen. I've heard good things, I guess. Have you seen it? I've seen a couple episodes, and it was, it was all right. Sentai with the Garden of Words. I've seen some screen caps from this, and it looks really good. I've heard a few things about it. But I haven't. I don't know too much about it. Yeah, well, the screen caps I saw are like five centimeters a second. Like the animation's really uh, well done. Gotcha. So I can't speak to the story, but it'd be something worth seeing. So it seems like some pretty good weeks so far. We have Dirty Pair. Yay! That's an older show that I haven't seen. Not to date you, but have you seen it? I have seen some of it. I have been meaning to finish it, but I can never fucking find it anywhere. But I'm going to probably end up buying it off right stuff. Alright, good to hear. That comes out the 6th of whatever month that is, August. And finally, Viz Media with Berserk, the Golden Age arc. Something yeah. I have not heard of. It's a second movie, I think. Uh, I've heard of Berserk, but no idea what Alright, the Battle of Doldre. So, what interests you besides Dirty Pair? Anything? Uh, I'd say the Madoka movies, just because I'd want to see them. Um, I'd probably... Ooh, it's a tough one. I'd probably say Black Ragoon, the OVA. Yeah. I've seen the I've seen the, uh, the trailer of it. It looks pretty awesome. I've been purposely avoiding watching it. I watched the first episode... The OVA was, I think, five episodes, I think, in total. I purposely stopped watching it after Funimation announced that they got the license, just because I really liked the dub. The, this is one of those rare cases where the dub is probably better in English, because the show is meant for... It's, it's meant... 
It's a more Western style. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very much in the movie of, you know, the epic action movie and all that good stuff. So, um, you know. Or like something like Bacchano where it took place in the U.S. And yeah. the accents actually make sense. Exactly. Yes, exactly. So, and the dub was just really, really fucking good. Mm-hmm. Um, we did review both seasons of Black Lagoon. You can go check them out on our review index. All right, I'll have to watch it. I'll spend my time watching instead of checking out, but other people can. Yeah, no. How um, I'm interested in a lot. I'd get the OVA. I liked another. I'd buy that. And if Garden of Words lives up to the hype I've heard, for 30 bucks, it might be watch- worth watching on Blu-ray. It's probably even cheaper on right stuff. So good weeks. Yeah, I might be definitely. poorer. And, uh, hey, you got your Blast of Tempest coming out next week. Eh, the ending was bad. I don't know if I ever recapped. Did, I, did but... that get a dub? Mm, yeah. It did. Yeah. Oh, wow. That was quick. Feels like just yesterday we were talking about Blast of Tempest. Yeah, it got a dub. I don't know if they're done. It's not going to be released in a dub soon. And then Sword Art Online? That got a dub. It's airing on Toonami as yes. the dub in a month. Hoganai or whatever you call it. Hoganagi. Whatever you, mm-hmm. you say it. The promo for Sword Art actually is pretty cool for Toonami. Are you going to watch it on Toonami? Uh, if I can get someone else that hasn't seen it interested in it, maybe. But it's just disappointing because I know how bad, like, compared to the first half, the second half is. Oh, I got so downvoted for saying something bad about that when they talked about it. Really? I linked to the episode of anime, or excuse me, of uh, the Ancast, mm-hmm. where they talked about the show because they were interviewing the director so they wanted to be familiar with it and they were just like I don't want to watch people play house yeah the second half is just poor in comparison to the beginning well why don't you watch for yourself and make your own decisions it's like shut up fuck you you just you know it's one of those things again where it's like you go against popular opinion no one likes you I think it's definitely a cool show for Toonami to pick up, and I wouldn't mind watching it in the dub, but, yeah, overall, it's way overhyped. Yeah, it feels like it. I mean, like, it's an interesting concept, but then, like, you learn about, like, what actually happens. Like, holy fuck, that sounds like ass. Yeah. Yeah, that's basically my feeling for it. It was a cool concept, and it was well done, but then he, like, he, like, slowly builds a harem, and it turns into a whole different show. Yeah, you know, it was interesting, too, because it was, like, this and Excel World, like, competing against each other at the same time. Yeah, same Excel writer. World was so much fucking better. Same writer, ironically. I mean, granted, I can't say, like, watch Star Online, I can't really make a fair comparison, but from my understanding... I've like, seen uh, both, yeah. Excel World's way better. It captures you the whole time, too. Both kind of have poor, en- like, non-endings, but Excel World's better. Yes. Anyway. Yeah, same author, same universe, but... Jeez. There you go. All right, so we never even bothered saying what we were going to review during this whole show. But if you've listened to the intro song, which is pretty badass, um, it's Fate's Day Night, a show about... Epic heroes coming back from the past and raging from the old. dead. <laughs> oh, okay. Excuse me. From the dead. I, I guess they could be from the past as well, but some of them aren't even real heroes, so you could say it's from the dead or from yes. made up. 
You could say that, and things are said like that, because we said it. Things have been said, the end. So... That's a good way to announce the thing we're reviewing, because we always go back on what we said we're going to do anyway. So this way, we had no chance to trick people. I know, because people were like, can't wait for that show that they said they're going to review. We're not reviewing that show that we said we're going to review. Fuck this! Yeah, hopefully people don't even believe us. Unsubscribe. So, Fate Stay... So you just finished watching. Yes, I... finished like a year ago. Yeah, I I sat through 13 episodes today. And you know, it was funny. The voice of Gilgamesh was... Oh no, sorry, not Gilgamesh. The voice of the the priest or whatever Mm -hmm. at the church is like Jameson something. And my wife was like, I know that voice! Who the fuck is it? Turned out the guy does voice acting work in World of Warcraft. Huh. So he's like, God damn it, I knew that voice. And then she's like, he's a bunch of evil characters in the game. I'm like, well, what do you know? He's being an evil character in this show. See, I watched the subs, so I don't know. Even oh, though okay. I played World of Warcraft. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. Anyway, I, I thought watched you were gonna go. switch just just for the little girl and Berserker. It's worth it. I thought about it, but I was like, no. Yeah. Yes, and then I love the fact that like he starts speaking normally at the end when he dies, but then it's like, rawr, rawr. did the whole. <laughs> not as good in English. He's not as into his character. Apparently, he's nuts. The sub is nuts. He's just like flipping out. And apparently, I'm going raw in my microphone makes audacity like go crazy. Awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Fate Stay Night. Um, I originally tried watching this show like seven years ago, and I watched like five minutes of it. And I was like, "Hmm, things about ancient history and stupid retarded lore. I don't care." And if I would have waited probably another minute or two. I would have seen this kid waking up from a fire with blood on his head. And that kid's name is Shiro. And ten years ago, everyone but him died in a fire. Well, I wouldn't say everyone, but everyone in the small town. Pretty much everyone, whatever. (laughs) Everyone he knew died. Sure. Didn't even get that far. They just... Anyway. Um, So Shiro lives by himself in this big-ass house... And he has a childhood friend named Sakura, who I swear to God is just like, she's just there. She like well, she has the... no role because the path they went with, adopted from the visual novel, wasn't hers. So in the series, you just know nothing about her. Yeah, she just sits there and the cooks and cleans. In the yeah, in the anime series, she just cooks and cleans and like is happy to help out. Like yeah, in the prequel, Fate Zero, she's actually. Has a major role as a kid, and then in this one she would if they picked the right thing well, to make you know a series what? about. And that's why they're remaking it too. What they're remaking Fate Stay Night? Yeah. Oh man. Uh, Unfoldable or whatever it is the same people that did Fate Zero. Well, I I thought about it because there's a dub for Fate Zero. I'm thinking about checking it out, but how many episodes is that? Like twelve? No, the same twenty-five. Ah, oh, Jesus Christ! Fuck that. It's no, it's worth it. It's way okay. better than Fate Stay Night. Fair enough. Seems we can't re-review it, so... Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, Cheryl has this ability that was passed down from his father. He can, like, 
fix like electronics by like thinking about it and like doing this thing he's like the cutscene's like the funniest thing yeah it's, it's like a circuit shows board. a piece of metal with like circuits and it shows like colored lights going on it yes it's like a racetrack for sure he is like the ultimate handyman of electronic mm-hmm. components ironically he doesn't fix like anything until the end of the show though true He's, like, super useful, but the only thing he fixes is, like, a pipe. No, he fixes a heater. And a oh, that's TV. true. But, like, his first weapon, isn't it just, like, a metal pipe? Yeah. He's, like, I've reinforced it to be stronger than a metal oh, pipe. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's his technique. Yeah. Reinforcing everything to make it slightly stronger. He's, like, sure, it looks like a metal pipe, but I made it extra hard. Yes. That's what she said. But... Yeah, it's a strong strength of two metal pipes. <laughs> yeah, so that's his super good <laughs> ability. Yep. And basically, he is like the ultimate, like, I can fix everything for everybody, and I don't give a shit if I'm taking advantage of. I'm super, um, okay, give you a good example. One of his quote-unquote friends had to clean, like, this school shed. Mm-hmm. And he, like, walks out with this group of girls and, like, oh, let's go go karaoke. karaoke. And she's like, one of the girls is like, oh, well, don't you have to clean the shed? And she's like, oh, no, Shiro can do it for me. He doesn't care. He's a sucker. And sure <laughs> enough, he's like, yeah, no problem. Even the girls were like, God, that guy's a sucker, isn't he? Like, he's super, like. He does things for everyone. He yeah. Really he thinks he's, like, super noble, but in reality, he just gets walked over by. He's super pushover. Yes. And because he's cleaning the shed. Um, he witnesses, uh, a fight between, uh, I think she's an upperclassman? Mm-hmm. One year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rin Tosaka and, I don't know, some other person. Doesn't matter who. Isn't it Lancer? I think it is. I think you're right. I forget who his master even is, but it's Lancer, yeah. Lancer and Archer. Yeah. So they're fighting, and he ends up getting involved because he runs outside to see what's going on, and he gets stabbed and killed, and then he's brought back to life. And by who? By Rin, because she like yeah. feels sad for him for some reason, and she has to spend all of her expensive magical gems on him. I know where the fuck does she get all these gems from? Shit. Anyway. She's like one of the no- three noble families. I don't know if they ever go into that, but she has all the money. Yeah, well, no, they never went into that, but they were just like, uh, there It's in blah, Fate blah. Zero. Okay. The three families who started the Holy Grail War. They mentioned that. Talked about. They mentioned that she's, the she's one of them. Yes. They mentioned that at the very end. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, while fighting Lancer, uh, this woman just appears out of the floor and, like, kicks his ass. So he's like, fuck this, I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah. And we find out that he has summoned a epic hero from the past, and her name is Saber. And she's a hot blonde girl with boobs. And her historical figure is? Wow. Do we really want to ruin it? Because they hide it for pretty much the entire show. I, don't, uh, I guess, no. I don't know. I feel like if you haven't seen this show or Fate Zero, you... You don't okay. know what you're doing. She is King Arthur. Yep. King Arthur is now a hot chick with an invisible sword. Because anime. Yes. 
It, it's a visible sword surrounded by invisible air. Thank you. Whatever, God. D- doesn't even appreciate the lore. Fucking Mr. <laughs> Technical over here. Yeah. Anyway, you continue on here. I don't want to go through like the entire fucking story, but good synopsis of it. All right. Well, he summons Saber, who is a heroic spirit. I think is what they call them. I don't even know what the dub would call them. Yeah, but essentially, them it's just some really good person at fighting from either history or made up. So one of the characters is like a samurai, but he's fictional because he's not like a traditional samurai. Yep. And then she would be King Arthur. Archer, well, the Archer would be a spoiler of who he is. You have to see the movie. Yeah, okay, fair enough. <laughs> so I won't ruin it for you because the movie's worth watching. Okay. Um, and then so on. So basically everyone that's involved in the Grail War is a mage and then matched up with companions, the heroic spirits. So I think, what, there's seven participants? Uh... Yeah. It was either seven or nine. I think seven. No, it was seven because they were like, there's an eighth. Oh, was yeah. Like a big shock. That's a spoiler, I guess, because the eighth is left over from Fate Zero, the first Grail War. Gilgamesh. Um, nope, wrong person. But anyway. Wait, he's not the leftover one? No. Um, uh, who was it? Um, to do with the blonde hair and uh he was working with the evil guy with the that is gig no i wasn't yeah Yeah, it is oh no no, yeah you're right i'm sorry he's the king of babylon yeah yeah yeah. i was thinking fucking um the little girls by for some reason i was thinking uh berserker berserker yeah i don't never mind sorry he's, he's supposed to be hercules yeah yes anyway what is this grail war okay so the grail war fate zero spoilers was started by the three noble families and it's like the ultimate contest for the it's Holy Grail. Basically a battle which, royal. Yeah, battle royale for a magical wish because they like didn't like how all the peasant-like magicians were trying to encroach on their power, like try to be as good as the noble families. So they're like, we'll just make the ultimate contest and then anyone who thinks they're better will just die to us in the Grail War. Because the Grail like, selects people to play in it and it's always the noble families and then some random people, like the main character in this show. So they don't really tell you all that if you just watch Fate Stay Night, I don't think. But No, we basically like have no reason why. You and just get to watch the main character derp around. And yeah, basically. <laughs> I mean, Jesus pick Christ. Pick up girl companions. Yeah, yeah, this is like harem slash That's why Fate Zero is so much better because they actually give you historical content. But So he's basically the main character is involuntarily thrust into the Grail War when he summons Saber. And the reason he does is because that was his father's person he summoned. Did yeah. they even tell you that? At least they do at the end. Oh, okay, or near the end. But it's I don't like seriously it a spoiler because this was before no, Fate and Zero. Honestly, and I like felt like okay, come on, like when they came out with that, I wasn't like shocked. I was like, okay, about damn time. That confirms what I thought. Yeah. yeah. Um. Anyway, they have to fight for this battle royal thing, and basically they have these things command called command seals, like tattooed on their hand, and they can force their ma- their servants to like do things against their will, or to call them, and you get three of them, and then once you use them all, uh, either you don't you don't get your servant anymore, or your servant anymore, so you gotta like, use those sparingly. Um, 
Also, you can either be killed or the master can just be killed. Or, excuse me, the servant can just be killed. But, um, if you, let's say, um, let's say one of the masters were killed, the servant can wander around for a while and try to find a new master and get back into the Grail War. Mm-hmm. And everybody has to have some kind of, like, magical power. Like, I, I swear, there was, like, every except, everybody except, like, one person had, like, some kind of magical, like, power before this. So, yeah, the only one that didn't was the one who had the sorcerer girl. Then the but then he was, like, good at punching things, which he, didn't even make sense. Well, no, because she, she enhanced his fists. Yeah, but, the, okay. To me, that was the dumbest part of the show. He's like, I may just be an ordinary teacher, but then he, like, punches the crap out of Saber. And yes. it's like, how, how is his fist better than her sword? It's because she enhanced him. And it's funny, I was waiting for him to, like, grow bigger like Popeye. And so they just glowed <laughs> a little bit, and they're like, okay, they're enhanced. He, like, rolled like, up one of his sleeves a little, yeah. <laughs> like, bitch. <laughs> that was the dumbest part because like heroic figure against his bigger hands and he wins <laughs> so Emia um, basically is not a total noob on this and thinks the way he doesn't even want to fight people yeah he's too, like fuck so this noble. is horrible yeah his his way is like I'll talk it out and like we'll just talk it out guys <laughs> exactly and like the first half of this show is like Rin like pretty much for some reason, yeah. Rin, the, one of the other main characters in the show, she's, like, super knowledgeable on this shit, and she has, like, all these powers, and is, like, could beat the shit out of anybody. She's yeah, the best she, character. Yeah, she is. I like Rin a lot. That's why the movie's good, because she's the main character. Sweet. Um, like, the first 12 episodes of this show was, like, just... I don't know what you call it. Like, okay, so there are other couple other Harem people building. Yeah, basically. Basically, he also has, like, a, his homeroom teacher is also, like, knows his father, Emmy's father, so she kind of acts like a guardian, but she's, like, the wacky hijinks, like, teacher that... She's, like, the mom in Toradora, like, the lazy, like, just wants to be, like, a kid. Yeah, they're, they're perfect. Yeah. And she's just there for comic relief. Mm-hmm. At no point does she offer anything, like, relevant or... Or even know about the Grail War, really. Yeah. You know, it's like... You know, I was thinking about this. They're, like, fighting in the city, destroying shit. And it's and no like the knows. citizens in D, you know, Dragon Ball Z, unaware of what's going on around them. Mm-hmm. Mountains <laughs> explode, and they're <laughs> like, yeah, Whatever. Normal. Must have just been a... Must have been a cricket or something. <laughs> Um, but my whole point was the first, so this is a 24 episode show. Mm-hmm. The first 12 episodes is like Emiya becoming friends with like everybody else he's supposed to be fighting and Rin like showing him the ropes and then like just wacky high school jinx of like, oh, Sakura's being so nice and oh, look at the teacher. She's being funny because she didn't get enough food and bitching and it was boring. It, it's a weird combination, too, because some of the fights are actually pretty brutal. They, they like, are. Ryder, like, throws, like, a spike through his hand, and then the next scene is, like, him trying to be friends with that guy again, and it's, like, it's, so, it's such a confused show. <laughs> yeah, and, like, early on, like, it was like, okay, you've got this battle royale. Meanwhile, like... To the death. Yeah. yeah, and then meanwhile, like, 
Emiya is like, oh, hey, little girl. Oh, you. Still goes to high school. Yeah, that too. You know, he's like being friends with like everybody's supposed to be fighting. And they're all like, yeah, we're friendly. But after midnight or after dark, we're going to beat beat your ass. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It got kind of old after a while. And it just seemed really boring. But then in the second half, they, holy shit, they sped through like. Mm-hmm. So they were just like, okay, we got twelve episodes. Let's go crazy. And I forget what even happens in the non movie with Archer. Uh, Doesn't he lose to Berserker? Yeah, he dies. Okay. And and Rin and then Rin the ends up fighting Berserker like with her gems. Yep. Right. Yep. Okay. Because right. it goes way differently when she's the main character. Yeah. And then, so Emia, like, like. Doesn't even treat Saber like she's basically like I'm here to fight and um, you're not gonna stop me. I have my own wish I want to make on that Holy Grail and my own reasons. And he's all like, "You're not gonna fight. I can fight for you." And he's like, "But it's totally useless." (laughs) Yeah, it's it's weird and annoying. Like seriously, I was like pissed. I was like, "Just fuck." Yeah. So the first half for people who haven't seen it. Is him building a harem essentially, and then the second half is they speed through it, but it's basically the Holy Grail war coming to a close, and then like relationship between him and yeah, like Saber. three people die within it's like, like two dating episodes. sim for three episodes. Oh, holy shit! And then episode fifteen was just fucking weird. So there's this clip of like, okay, so Archer gets defeated by Berserker, and they're it's running like through the, the woods to the get away, half. and. They're like, oh, we have to bond your circuits with, with. Uh, oh yeah, I remember this. And they're like, like for this to happen, they have to touch each other. So like, Rin starts like French kissing Emia, and he's like, whoa, Tosaka, what are you doing? And then she like walks over to, freaking, uh. Over to over to Saber and starts like undressing her, and it's like kind of uncomfortable. It's like, what the fuck? What's it's going not you're on? not prepared. It isn't what the show should be. No, exactly. It's like, do, do they just throw this in here because they're like, well, there's a lot of these hot women in here. They have to do something with each other. We might be losing, you might be losing males or something. I, I don't know. It felt really weird. Yeah, I haven't played the visual novel, and I guess there's reasons for those. Scene, no, and that's like, what I thought too. I thought it was like an you just like an homage. It make back. no sense in the context because the the route they chose like wasn't even a route. Whereas like before, if you play the visual novel, like Rin's one of the main characters or Saber is, but mm-hmm. they tried to do like all of them, and it just it yeah. ended poorly. Because then, like after this, so they do this like Saber metrics Bondy thing, and like I don't fucking know. But now like Saber is all like, even if you touch her, she's all like turning, like, red, and now she's, like, before, like, I don't know, again, stupid habit, they do an anime, oh, the guy accidentally walks in on the girl bathing, they did, like, three fucking times, and before, Saber was, like, I don't give a fuck if you look at me, I'm not here to, like, pleasure you, I am a tool, use me as such. Yeah, what? And then, like, the last time, she's, like, oh, I don't, you shouldn't see me like this, you're, but you're attractive, and I was, like, what, what the fuck? <laughs> and then, in the middle of this fucking Holy Grail War, they have this relationship of, like, all of a sudden, Emmy is like, I love you, Saya Saber. 
I only want to be with you. And not uh, stupid. He chose wrong. Rin, Rin is so much more useful. I know. Fuck. I'd do Rin any day. <laughs> but damn it. I, it just... <sighs> so, I mean, that's the show in a nutshell. And... Ugh, this show just did not know what it wanted to be. It was like, okay, we're going to make an epic, you know, battle royale. Yeah, it's been done to death, but hey. I mean, whatever. With some, the heroic spirits is kind of a cool concept. Yeah, no, exactly. How often do you hear, like, oh, and you have to control, like, epic heroes from the past. No, mm-hmm. that's a pretty unique thing. But then they, like, totally disregard it, and they're like, let's make a slapstick. Hilarious. They don't actually have a war, and no one wants to fight in their Holy Grail war. Only, like, two people do. Yeah, like, two people are, like, serious about it. Out of everybody. And they end up losing because, of course, the serious people can't win or else the main character would lose. Exactly. I guess, uh, like, the last two or three episodes are the best because they the were? You, didn't, you didn't think of her, and it are, and they're serious about it. So Yeah, but still, like, I don't know. I thought it was just... Then Giglamesh is stupid overpowered. Yes. <laughs> his abilities don't make sense. He's supposed to be like every other person. He's the king of Babylon in history. And, and I, she, love the, I love the and fact... And she's King Arthur, yet for some yes. reason she's like infinitely useless against him. Yes. Oh, and then I love the fact he says something like along the lines of like, I'm going to defile you and make you choke on my the sword and yes, you're going to become pregnant. Or something. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, this sounds so dirty. Well, no, that's one of the routes in the visual novel is he, like, enslaves Saber because he wants <laughs> to be his wife. Well, yeah, and they do that there, too. Yeah. But I was just like, wh- what the fuck? This is, like, so, like, dirty and, like... The innuendo. <laughs> yes. Oh, it was so odd. It was like, what the Choke heck? on my ancient weapons of history. Yes! <laughs> They're all penis-shaped. They're, like, red and spin around. <laughs> Choke on my phallic weapons of history. And then we just found the title for this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) But yeah, that's exactly what he's like. And he's like, he loves himself so much. Only if he had a mirror, that'd be his undoing. Yeah. This show, though, I, I don't know. This show, like, it was okay to watch. It's not necessarily bad. It's just really confused. It's very confusing, and they throw a lot of information at you, especially early on. And then they recall back to it in the later episodes, and at the time I was like, who the fuck is this guy? Oh, yeah, it's that guy. And yeah, I'm really glad matters. I watched it after Fate Zero, because I feel like the way it was made, it's almost like a compliment to the visual novel. Whereas if you didn't play it, you don't really know what's happening in most Yeah, I mean, I watched just the anime. Right. And I was just like... And you didn't watch Fate Zero. Correct. Because it doesn't... I mean, for me, in my opinion, it's like, okay, this show came out first. Obviously, there's a reason. Yeah. Yeah. So, I I like watching them in order, for the most part. Well, yeah, technically it's a sequel, but it was made first. Yeah. Because Fate Zero takes place before. But, uh... Hence the Zero. Yes. I don't know what stay night could be. Yeah, I know. I was wondering the same thing. I was like, what does this mean? (laughs) But I don't know. It was silly, and honestly, I I didn't. I'm glad I watched it, but on the other hand, like, I wasn't mind numbingly bored, but I was frustrated with the pacing of the show, and just, like, the main character and this whole bravado of, like, I. The women can't do anything. I gotta do it all for them. 
kind of like <laughs> bullshit, and it's like, oh, get off your fucking horse. Considering he's completely useless without Rin and Saber, so. Exactly. Like, Rin fucking carried him through the <laughs> whole the show. I mean, hell. Technically, uh, saved his life, yeah. Well, yeah, and then in the end, same thing. Like, that guy was totally useless. And, I don't know, I always thought, like, everyone was too nice to each other. Like, everyone was on speaking terms and shit, and even, like, the epic heroes were, like, giving Emmy advice and, like, well, you should do this and you shouldn't do that. And well, that's why blah, the movie's blah, blah. good. You learn like, why Archer fuck? actually helps them. I don't know. Yeah, that is weird. I just thought... He couldn't be on speaking terms with people because all he can do is yell. Exactly. Until the end of when he dies. With, with Ilya. Yes. Berserker, go get him. <laughs> and then he's like, why does she even need to command him? He doesn't listen anyway. Yeah, he, yeah, he seemed, I don't know. She's just like, go get him, Berserker. And he's blah, 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 blah. And jumps like from the balcony onto <laughs> yeah, Archer. Yes. <laughs> uh, but still, um, I guess if I had to say positive things, the art was pretty good. And I really liked the music. Yeah, the music's really good for both. And the negative, I guess I'd have to say, is for someone not watching the show or not playing the visual novel before watching the show, I think it kind of does disservice to a large majority of your audience. It's, I don't know, was Fate Stay Night ever, I think it's been released in the U.S., but it must have been yeah, after the anime. Yeah, and like this show does what like, like you're saying, and that will make sense. You need you need to know what's going on in the show by playing the visual novels. So you get yeah, the novel's understand. like a fifty hour playthrough, Holy so shit. you can see the problem would arise if they try to cram it all into a show. And this show really felt like they just couldn't pick one theme. It was like, oh, happy go lucky guy gets accidental powers. But there's more to the story than that because of something that happened long ago and he's trying to atone for whatever. And then it's like a happy, like, high school, like, just, you know, you, you know, um, comedy fest. Slice of life almost. Yeah. They, like, go back to normal life, sort of, when they all live together. Yeah. And then, like, okay, it's a serious war you know, fighting show with blood and... Wait, does and, Ilya capture him in this one? Yes. She okay. ties him up and says that she would have killed him, but she likes him, so... Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's like, oh, and now it's a love story out of the fucking blue. Like, yeah, literally. Yeah, right as it picks a good pacing, they, like, switch to love story, which is frustrating. Yeah, and it's, like, literally out of the blue. He's like, oh, I love you! It's like, what the fuck did that come from? <laughs> I've been living with four girls now, but... I chose you. Exactly. The one that leaves after everything's over. They broke the biggest rule of harem. I know. <laughs> you choose. can't pick one. Well, to be fair, Sakura and Rin really didn't show anything. Yeah. Like, like, Ilya you know, was uh, possibly not legal. <laughs> no comment. Yeah, exactly. Um, What are your thoughts? He had I, Berserker. I, I, exactly. He wasn't willing to live in the same house as Berserker. <laughs> Like how how does she even call them? Like when he goes to like the ethereal. Well, no, she she him. lived with them after the fact. Oh, because she was living sense. in her mansion before. Okay, in the movie it's different. He, yeah. he doesn't lose. Or, yeah. Oh, okay. 
Um, yeah, in the show, it's like after the fact. Mm. She's like, he's like, she's just a kid. I can leave her all by herself. Which is stupid because she, her champion kills Rens, and then he's like, just get over it, Ren. You're living with her now. <laughs> yeah, I know. She's like, fuck you. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I've been doing a lot of talking. Well, what do you have to say about it? Um, I would say, I. I don't know. I found it entertaining. It has a lot of shortcomings. I'd say its biggest problem, because I've seen both shows, and I would think that most people would agree Fate Zero is better. And I'd say the reason Fate Zero is so much better is because, one, it was paced better, and they had character development. In Fate Stay Night, they spend a lot of time doing like hijinks with characters, but they're characters you know very little about, so it means like nothing to you. Whereas in Fate Zero, when they do like normal stuff, which doesn't happen as often either, but you actually care about the characters because they spent time filling out the backstory. So I think when you watch Fate Stay Night, you can agree, like, the harem made no difference because you don't like any of the characters anyway because they never tell you anything about, like, Ilya or Sakura. <coughs> yeah. Can you tell me about Sakura and Rin? Like... Okay, they're sisters. Oh. See, they never mentioned that except with some flashbacks of, like... Barely any... Wait, how the fuck are they sisters? Even though they look completely different, I know. But, but doesn't um, she have that brother, Shinji, or whatever? Oh, okay. So, here we go. Some backstory that you wouldn't know unless you saw Fate Zero. Rin and Sakura are sisters. And because if you're in the three magical families, you can only pass down your magic to one offspring. He gives Sakura to the third like royal family and their special powers like insects or something (laughs) okay so basically she's like locked in the insect pit and the insects defile her apparently and that's how she gets her powers but yeah so she's like super disturbed character and she's actually relevant in the movie because she has one of the magical she's from one of the royal family people but um so (sighs) okay i guess there's not much to explain but when rin was little her sister Sakura got like taken away, so she grew up without her. Because all they showed in the show was like when that stuff and then was going the, down. The one guy is Sakura's like stepbrother because he was already part of the other family. Okay, so then you know what I'm talking about in the show. All they show is like flashbacks and like a guy in a limo rolling down his window, and then like that was that. And it's like, what, what's going on here? What the fuck? Like, why yeah, do like I like an old guy in the limo because he's like the guy who's the head of the royal family? He was a pedophile or something. Yeah, he adopts her. Ugh, see, they don't explain any of this shit. That's and why it, Fate Zero is so much better. I mean, this is why I feel like, like, you know, it's like, we see a lot of anime based off of visual novels and stuff, but this is kind of like the wrong way to do it. I think anyway is the wrong way because, okay, you displease people that haven't played it because they don't know what's going on, and you just people you displease people that have because they recognize the original to be so much better. Well, that, and they're like, what? get this ending or that arc you guys mm-hmm. suck like you that's why they made everybody. the movie because everyone thought Rin's arc was the best Ah, and I mean I haven't played it but I can agree the movie was much better than the show so they must be right because hmm. I'll be checking out the movie then yeah you'll honestly have to watch Fate Zero I kind of like that when I first got into anime Fate Zero was airing or like shortly after I did so I actually got to watch them in chronological <laughs> order which I think is way better than watching them in airing order because everyone recognizes that Fate Stay Night's really bad unless you saw Fate Zero, so... 
See, that's what I find funny. Because you know, you should be able to watch it either way. But And now I understand why everyone criticizes the show. Because it's just... Makes no sense. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like if you're like me and I didn't watch... I went in this blind. Right. You didn't watch anything. Read, do any research, visual No, novelized. nothing. I was just like, fuck it. I'm watching it. So. Yeah. You but, picked the uh, wrong time because you didn't watch Fate Zero and you didn't wait for the remake. <laughs> well, boo-hoo for me. Yeah. Um, but now you'll be roped into watching everything else because you have no excuse. You already saw the worst. You might as well see the better ones. <laughs> no shit. Uh, Plus you like Rin. Yes, I like Rin. Um, You can't betray your first figure. I know. Damn. Uh, So what would you give this show? I won't even cheat and look at my anime list. I might have given it a 7, but I'd say a 6. I gave it a 5. I mean, it's not terrible. And the show is alright. I mean, it was... It has its moments. And near the end... I mean, it does do a good job of of making the the battles, for the most part, good. I mean, when you get later ones, the early battles are, like, just there and mm-hmm. really don't make any difference in the grand scheme of things. But, uh... Even though, know, ironically, his life's most at threat in the first two battles. Pretty much. He, like, nearly dies the first two times, but they're the most irrelevant battles. Yes. So... Um, I gave it a five. Not great, not bad. Just I think the only reason there. I gave it a higher rating is because I was on like the Fate Zero kick, and I'm like, I gotta know what happens after for Saber and stuff. So mm-hmm. I feel like just because Fate Zero was good, I'd say a good show overall. I gave this one a better rating, but if I saw it like you, yeah, I'd definitely be confused and give it a lower rating. Oh yeah, I mean this, I was just like, it was like information overload on like. Oh, the classes are this, and there's these guys, and there's this family, and these gems do something, and why is Rin speaking German, and... Oh, yeah, the sub's the best. Japanese people speaking German. You missed out. Oh, man. You, you're going to have to watch the movie of her in they never dubbed the They never dubbed the movie? Uh, I think they did. I'm just saying. It's oh, worth okay. it. <laughs> gotcha. Just to see Berserker and her speak German in Japanese accent. True, true. She doesn't even do a bad job. Damn. Um, but yeah. Uh, well, then I guess this. if you haven't, I guess for people that haven't seen it, I'd recommend watching Fate Zero first. And for you, I'd say that's watch what I was going to ask. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask was because you watched Fate Zero first, was it? Did you I can't enjoy say better because I can't have two first experiences, you know? But, um,. I guess I was unlike many people. I'm one of the few people that did watch in that order because basically everyone saw Fate Stay Night first. Yeah, because it's you're, watch- you're watching it in, like the natural way. It was in- not intended necessarily, but was made. <laughs> yeah. But I think everyone that hasn't seen any of them should watch it Fate Zero and then Fate Stay Night. And then for you, I think you should watch Fate Zero next and then the movie. So it's almost like you get to redo Fate Stay Night after you say Fate Zero because you'll be watching the movie. So that'd be my advice. Gotcha. All but right. I definitely wouldn't watch Fate Stay Night in the movie, like before Fate Zero, because it won't make any sense. Gotcha. And I don't know what the people producing it thought. Well, it's because Fate Zero was never a game, so they had nothing to base it off. But then when they were making the anime, they probably realized how all the backstory wasn't even in the show, so they decided to make a new one. Or they just wanted money. 
Yeah, that too, but I'm pretty sure they realize their blunder. I, I've seen articles where they like apologize to fans of the visual novel. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they know that it wasn't as good as it could have been, but they, they redeem themselves. Okay. So. Fair enough. All right. Uh, well, that's our review. And, uh, you know, you can check out Thursday Night. It's easily, easily obtainable on Right Stuff or Amazon. And Fate Zero uh, has already been released um, with a dub on, I think, Blu-ray, actually. On Right Stuff and Amazon and wherever else you want to buy your anime. So, uh, you know, easily obtainable. Um, you know, like I said, wasn't a great show, wasn't a bad show. But, uh, you know. It's definitely worth watching. I mean, having the insight of listening to this or being able to watch Fate Zero first, I think it's much more oh, enjoyable. Wow. They re- they released the Fate Stay collection on Blu-ray. Hmm. Um, and the complete collection is 37 on DVD. And then, ooh, I think I will buy the Saber figurine. That's pretty oh, there's some really cool ones, yeah. Oh, sure. I like the one on the motorcycle. I've never seen. The one on the motorcycle's cool, but that's in Fate Zero. Well, in this one, she's wearing a dress, which she never fucking wears. Is it white? Yes. Or is it red? It's white with the blue. That's what I was confused, too. I was looking up the character list. Oh, uh, and she's like a whole bunch of different colors. That's because in each arc, she's different. Uh, what? She's like evil in one of them. She like wears black with a black visor. I, I did some research they just because met... I was so confused when I saw Fate Stay Night, even though I saw Fate Zero. Well, that's but... what I don't understand. Is like, they were like, Saber Red. And I was like... When the fuck if she has rare, you know, did anything other than herself? Like, uh, I don't know. It's, I don't know. Anyway, we're going to end up making this like 9 million hours. So, uh, yeah, check out uh, com. Check out our review index. If uh, you have any comments on Fate Stay Night, uh, you know, come to uh, com and leave your feedback in the comment section. And we'll definitely read them because... Uh, it seems like a not a controversial show, but it seems like the show gets a lot of hate, and you know, well, I, I love a lot to, of different ways to approach it. There's so uh, many people that saw it differently. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I'd definitely like to hear other people's opinions too, because um, you know it's pretty well highly rated on my anime mm. list, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, even Fate Stay Nights, I think, close to an eight. So I mean, someone has to like it. It's just. Perhaps the visual novel is that much better that people were spoiled. I'd like to hear someone's opinion that saw or that did the visual novel. So if you have, you should come comment. Yeah, it's number thirty-three in the overall NIA popularity. I think Fate so, Zero is like in the top ten. So. All right. Well, thank you again for listening. We'll be back in uh, two weeks with a new episode, and uh, won't we'll make any promises like this time, and then we'll do a review. Yes, it'll be great. I'll mention on Twitter at Jellicoon. And uh, at Anime This has been the Bonsai Beat Podcast. If you have any feedback, head over to bonsaibeat.com and leave a comment on the show notes for this episode. While you're there, you can also find our review index, which has a list of all the anime that we've reviewed on the Bonsai Beat Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to add us to your favorite podcatcher. You can find links to do that on our website. Otherwise, we're also on iTunes and Stitcher Radio if that's easier for you. Once again, this is the Bonsai Beat Podcast. Thank you for listening, 
And if you have any other questions or comments, you can send them to bonsaibeat at gmail.com. <laughs>